Guess who's back, daddies? B-dubs, Brooks Whelan is back. Hey, I've been in Mexico and in Philly, and I just blew my fucking tire getting a sandwich. <laughs> How did this happen? I was with my friend, and we were going to go get Taco Bell because we were uh-huh. feeling just like being pieces of trash. Mm-hmm. And then driving there, um, we decided we wanted Jimmy John's, and that was a, probably a $500 mistake. And how much was your last sandwich you bought from Witch Witch? Okay, when, when I went to Witch Witch, I ran inside, come out, get an $87 ticket. This time, I see a good spot uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, Hollywood and, um, what is that road right there? I Whatever, can't even trash, trash Road. Yeah, Hollywood and Trash Road. Uh, no, now I'm mad at myself for not being able to think of it. Who gives a fuck? It's where the Hollywood and whatever, where the Jimmy John's is, right next to the In-N-Out. I go we don't have a Jimmy John's by our house. It's a huge hassle. We can't get it freaky fast delivered. No, we have to sucks. like go park in a major tourist area yeah, so, or drive down to Wilshire and park yeah. where there's no parking there's, spaces. There's it's no impossible parking. to get fucking terrible. Jimmy John's. So I saw a parking spot on the street, street parking. I was like, dope, amazing. Right outside, I literally was like, all right. And I go to pull up. There's a fucking piece of like metal. There's a metal sheet <laughs> sticking out from the fucking curb. Like they had like wrapped the curb, but not like it wasn't like flush with the curb. Uh-huh. So when I went, when I grazed the fucking curb, it just, my tire blew up like boom. Like I was like, I thought I hit a car, but I didn't know how. Cause I was like, just on, on the side of the road. And then I realized like my car just starts sinking. I was like, Oh, I just blew my fucking tire. So, but then like I exploded. The it tire. exploded. It exploded the tire, but it's not the first time it's happened. I changed, I changed it pretty quick and still went in and got a sandwich. What kind of sandwich did you get? I got the Turkey Tom number four, please. Did you get two? Uh, I, I, instead of getting two, I started getting the giant, which is two, but it's only like $10 and they get two sandwiches. So you get a giant and a turkey tom. No, no, I got the gi- a giant turkey tom. It's oh. two sandwiches. It's I didn't great, know that. It's a great deal, yeah. It's, it's a bigger like, sandwich. It's ten eighty five versus like Is it seven. longer or thicker? It's just two in a row. Normally for one sandwich, they cut a giant in half. Yeah. So you just get two sandwiches for $10.80. Well, shit, I haven't had one of those because whenever I get Jimmy John's, Melissa gets it from downtown from her work. She gets it delivered to her office and then brings it home as a lovely treat for me for being a good boy. You look like a psycho when you're walking around with a giant, though. Yeah, but you also look like, you know, new sheriff in town. Yeah, you look like, hey, whoa, we did did go into Starbucks with our sandwiches. Yeah. Like you could uh, beat someone to death. No, and the guy goes, whoa. (laughs) He's like, all right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It was instant. I was like, blew my tire, had to fix it, impressed some construction workers because they were like, we're already dirty. Do you want us to just knock this out for you? And I was like, I got this. I'm dressed like a fucking hipster bitch, but I got this. I am B-dubs. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. This is my first rodeo, This is my first time I've blown a tire in Hollywood. Uh, Because we did it one time when I ran into a curb doing like 60. Oh, yeah. And that exploded, too. We were late for a pitch meeting. No, we had just left a pitch meeting. Yeah, but we're tired, and it was an early pitch meeting, and you did a... You pulled into a gas station where Thinking, there isn't. I thought there was. It was like a, you know, a, a grade, uh-huh. like a, like you know, a driveway. It wasn't. I just drove at the curb doing twenty five, and it blew out my tire. Live from Los Angeles, woo, California. You're listening to Power Moves, Daddy. Making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now you lied with no clasp. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. And we're back. Wow, that was a that was a hot way to to yeah. start the show. Baby. Yeah, I mean, a lot lots going on. I'm drinking a coffee. Mm-hmm. Lots happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just do it, man. Yeah, trying to do my thing. Well, I I gotta say, I didn't listen to the last two episodes, but I'm very pleased to have Jesse Pop and Melissa fill in. I, I'm I'm excited. I listened to a little bit of the Melissa one just because I wanted to hear how she was on the mic. Right. And she was she was great. Yeah, she did a good job. She did a great For, job. That was and and you have to understand. 
That would be like one of us going to her place of business and trying to do her job, which yeah. we would not be able to do at all. No, I would just be like, I mean, I would do, I would do a terrible job. I would just hang out in the bathroom. So the fact that she did it was really nice. Yeah, and it's a lovely gesture to oh, put yeah. someone out of their comfort zone. Like also, that. and a lot of people were really nice about it. There was like one fucking prick on Instagram who's like, ah, if I wanted to listen to a broad, I'd go home and talk to my wife. I'm like, man, I feel sounds bad like you should for, go home and talk to your wife. I feel bad man. for your wife. I feel bad for you, fat. Ass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. I don't want to shame anybody, but I had to look up who he is. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I feel oh, a little blowback. I feel I feel bad for several things about your life. If you have that sort of attitude towards women and your uh, and your, your your the woman you decided to marry. Well, Burns, you're attacking your own listeners, man. That's hey, a- man. I told that dude if you don't like the way I do my fucking show. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, man. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm not getting paid here. I'm not. You're. You're not my employer. Right. Exactly. And and Melissa stepped up because I told you high out of my mind at three in the morning I was going to Mexico in a few hours. Right. I was just like, oh, I'm Burns. I forgot to tell you, I'm going to Tijuana in the morning, <laughs> which is understandable. Yeah. You were like, okay. And uh, also, I'll let this go, but. Hey, don't call my fucking girlfriend, who I love more than anything in the world, a broad dipshit. Oh my gosh, yeah. What a fucking punk. Somebody bumped into, I was like having drinks with the girl, and somebody like bumped, she like bumped into somebody and was like, watch your lady. And I was like, she's her own person. You talk to her if you want to yell at anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, Brooks is back in his traditional derailing, but we still got something out of it. We still got something out of it. I'm just like, don't yell at me over what... a person I guess, I'm with is doing yell at them and they can they can defend themselves to be fair I guess these are all kind of my things they fill they fall into the oh, category they fall into the category yeah. I uh I uh I I dry aged a steak this week I saw or last week I for six days which I mean, is it, scary also it was just meat in the fridge yeah it, we need a separate fridge for you and your in your experiment <laughs> it's not an experiment no, you it's know a, how everyone in the midwest has like the fridge for deer meat or their beer fridge. Yeah, it's it's usually in the garage. Midwestern people have like six refrigerators <laughs> and there's a deep one, freeze. There's one deep freeze for your Costco meats yeah. or for your deer or mm-hmm. whatever else you shot. Yeah, and you and you got to have those things packed up in white paper so you can. Oh, so much white paper! And, 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 you, and you just guessing you, what the meat is, and you're just begging people to take it. Like, please take some deer sausage. Yeah. Please take some of this, man. My buddy, and then you got to have one in the fridge. For just beer. we <laughs> And then you got to have one in the house for regular groceries. <laughs> for pizzas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was great, man. We had uh, we had the deep freeze. We never had the beer fridge. Family wasn't huge drinkers. I mean, we were, just not together. But you had your pop in there. Yeah, we'd pop would just be outside, never refrigerate it. Maybe that's why I'd ever refrigerate the beer when I bring it home. My parents actually don't have a beer pop fridge. in the, We just have a sun porch. That mm-hmm. is sealed off with one of those like snake sands, those mm-hmm. sand snakes that you put so the draft doesn't come in. Right. I know exactly what you mean. And it's perfect temperature. The beer is always, all the Labatt's blue when I go home, always ice cold. Oh, perfect. Here's, here's, here's an early. And you don't have to go outside. Here's an early my thing. Here's like a, here's a 10 year old Brooks's thing. I would take like a 12 pack of Mountain Dew and, and bear in mind, this is tough to get a 12 pack of Mountain Dew. Like my mom just doesn't let you get a 12 pack of Mountain Dew. This was just a present for me in the future. When it snowed outside, I would take like six of those Mountain Dews and I'd fire them out into the snow. Uh-huh. And then when the snow melted, I'd be like, there's six fucking perfectly cold Mountain Dews out there on the ground. And it's months that I forgot that I have them. And I'm just outside. I'm like, oh, fucking Dews are out. Well, this makes a lot of sense as to uh, why you drank all those Capri Suns that a hobo left in our alleyway. <laughs> the crack Capri Suns, You like yeah. finding beverages. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> They're sealed. Um, I'm going to put a challenge to you. If, uh, if you love steak, if you love red meat, if you're a big meat eater like myself... Um, you can dry age your own steaks at home. And when you go to like a fancy steakhouse, some places wet age and some places dry age. If you dry age, you're losing a lot of the moisture and everything is going to cost more per pound, but that flavor is going to be compounded. So all you need to do, I'm going to do this, tell you this real quickly. All you need to do, you, you got a crisper, right? In your refrigerator, you take a plate, you put a, uh, a, a grate over it. I use the little, uh, the little grate from my toaster oven. And then you set your steak on there. I salt a little bit of kosher salt on on top and bottom. And you just let it sit out in the open like a goddamn psycho in your refrigerator for two to six or even more days. Six, I felt, was really pushing it. Two is just about perfect for me. 
And I tell you what, you're going to have one of the best steaks you've ever had. Just make sure you sear that bitch real, real fucking good in a cast iron or you put it on a hot, hot grill outside because there could be some bacteria on there. But boy, oh boy. I mean, if you get sick, don't put this on me. I'm just saying that this is how it works. So uh, I challenge you to uh, up your culinary game, your meat game, and, uh, and, and take a risk. And uh, if, it, if it doesn't work out for you, you're just out like five bucks or something. So... There you go. I saw it. I tried it. It was delicious. It was delicious. You let me have two slices. Melissa had some. I had some. You had some. It Did anyone a- get sick? Not uh, not any more than we usually have. Yeah, diarrhea. no. I mean, it's we're at all times our stomachs are ruined, but it's, it has nothing to do with that steak. <laughs> no, the steak actually was totally fine. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm a little bit worried today, Brooks. I uh, I got out of the shower and our we have gardeners. We're not rich, but just in Los Angeles, you know, in a, in a rental apartment building, we have gardeners, mm-hmm. and we have Brooks and I both have like bamboo type blinds. And I was I was I'm walking around, you know, my ding dong out, mm-hmm. and some dude was right up on the fucking window, <laughs> right up on the window, and I was going in my drawer trying to get a pair of undies out, <laughs> and I and I'm worried this uh, this gardener's gonna get me me tooed, <laughs> gonna get, get a Louis, Louis C.K. rap sesh on me oh, for uh, trying to show me show him my ding dong through the fucking bamboo shit. Oof, that Ugh. Louis C.K. set that came out. Ugh. I listened to it with John Oliver, and we were both like, "Here's the worst part. The first like." Eight minutes of it. Was and you had some great. You went out and did. A, you opened for John Oliver. Yeah, we for how to, many people, Brooks? We went to the Philly for twenty thousand people. It's incredible. Yeah, um, but it was fun. Uh, but we we li- listened to that Louis C.K. set and the, the leaked one. And the sad part is the first eight minutes were really funny, and then it got fucking terrible. Right. The first like eight minutes made me laugh. I was like, whoa, he. I don't see what people are angry about. And then he started being a little fuck. It talked about how you can tie people up and it's not that hard to like get duct tape off your mouth. I'm like, dude, you were, you were like a sexual assault. Like you can't talk about this shit when you've been accused Correct. of these sexual allegations and That's also it. said, yes, you did it. You got to steer clear of any sort of uh, make women feel uncomfortable material. If you're going to come back. Also, you got to address it, motherfucker. You have to address it. Own up. Address Own it. Up, it's that easy. Like if you're going to do stand up. What's cool about stand-up uh, is admitting your faults. Nick, That's what the the whole basis of stand-up yeah. comedy is. Nick Turner was making me laugh. He's like, you know the only part, thing that the Me Too movement isn't really affecting? Stand-up comedy. Because everyone's been Me too and they just fucking tour red states. Right. Yeah, at a certain point. He's bounced. Some He's people like, just don't give a shit. No, people don't give a fuck at all. And I understand that. A lot of people, That's not their, their whole lives aren't, aren't engrossed by... Um, what happens in Hollywood? So they're just like, I don't know. This guy's funny. It was funny before. I guess he did something. I don't read that shit. I, was, yeah. I watched the local news and that's kind of it. Totally. Yeah. If, but for if, us, it's like, hey, this guy. If Louis C.K. now is swinging by penguins in Cedar Rapids and my brother's like, should I go? I'm going to be like, yeah, check that out. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. <laughs> for <man>. sure. <laughs> Let me know how it was. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to tell my parents to go see Louis C.K. Tell my brother is what right. I said. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to give a shit. No. He'd be, I'm, I'm like, I'm curious. Uh, okay. So yeah, so th- your thing was dry aging. My thing, I guess was Philly and Tijuana. I said, I had a wonderful time in Tijuana, a, a real swell time. If anybody lives close to Mexico, pop down. Trump's wrong, man. It, it, I mean, like be smart, but like, uh, you're not going to be, you're not going to be murdered right away. You showed me some pictures of some insanely gorgeous dive bars, just like the coziest the shit that you could and, ever want. And guess what? People are fucking nice if you're nice for the most part. I didn't. I can't even say for the most part. You're there Every, to spend money. Yes, especially. Okay, here's what I'll say about Mexico. Like the, the tourism spots, they're fucking patrolled pretty tight because yeah. that's where their money comes in. And then you know the fucking cartels have a deal with the fucking government. Hey, don't fuck with this area mm-hmm. on account of you know we want people to come to Tulum. You know, uh, so the parts of Mexico I go to are the white little fucking bitchy parts that are for tourists but i have a great time when i'm there and you drive there from here from our apartment two and a half hours i'm in mexico you're in a having country. a one dollar beer on vacay yeah tell, tell yeah tell us about the um the uh the wonderful deal that you got that one day wait which so, deal you the got, beer the, the, the tequila flight oh my gosh the mezcal flight yeah so i went with my friend and she works uh she just knows um restaurant business and she's like oh my gosh they have this sort of tequila this is a 37 dollar shot 
at, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even, ever, I wouldn't even have known it was tequila by the bottle. And she's like, well, we'll get two. So we got two of those. And, um, one of, and it was like in a, a fucking like a little, uh, what did you call it? Cognac, like a little cognac glass, yeah, like a cognac glass, like a tiny little margarita. Yeah. And, uh, like either way, like two big shots is what it was. And then we just sipped it. And then we got, uh, two margaritas a piece. So we got this fucking insane shot two like amazing margaritas. We bounced $20 with tip. That's so cheap. It is the best. And then we swung by this one place. Well, I have say inexpensive and Inexpe- cheap, cheap. That's cheap means it's, it's cheap. Tequila. It's so awesome. Inexpensive we, means you got a great value. Popped into a bar, had two Dos Equis just to use the bathroom at one point as we had to pee somewhere. And I was like, well, we'll just pop in here. And then we we're the only people in there. So I was like, I guess we can't just run to the bathroom. So I was like, Hey, just two Dos Equis. Uh, it was two fifty. <laughs> it was awesome. And while if you're in a small town in the Midwest, listen to this or something like Texas, makes, you might be like, "Yeah, that's what it should." No, cost. it's not. I, in we don't Iowa, get to have that in Iowa. It's not two fifty for two beers ever. I mean, maybe in Iowa City, but bottled beers. Yeah, it was just great. It was it was a real treat. I implore anyone to go to Mexico. Donald Trump is fucking stirring up the pot by saying there's murders and race rapists out there. Like that's what he wants. He doesn't want us to go have a good time. Yeah. That's what you said. He doesn't, he doesn't want anyone to have a good time, (laughs) which I'm not, I'm not informed. I don't mean this as a sincere statement, but that's what it feels like. Well, also you were saying, cause we watched, you know, the state of the union where he just squinted and, barely read through that shit right where it was literally just i don't know if any listeners watch that but it was just to scare our parents correct who live in the midwest of like hey the borders are out of control here's here's four stories about a murder that happened uh and uh just just be very afraid and we need this wall to protect us and it's like you live in like i'm sure it worked for like my aunt in iowa but like Uncle C. Nile Fudge Pants I don't even mean that. My Aunt Jill is smart as fuck. She knows exactly. It worked for some of my aunts in other places. But, like, it's just dumb. It's dumb. Mexico is nice. You're going to have bad people everywhere. That's all I'm saying. And as always, we don't like to do a political show here. And we don't tend to side on either way. This we isn't tried- political. It's just Mexico's we, nice. What we, a stance. We make our own decisions. Mexico's rad. We don't I'm like sorry. someone because they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico's <laughs> rad. I love it. Brooks is moving to Mexico. Everyone. I, I honestly, I thought about it when I was down there. I was like, these guys, like I could get away with, you know, I could just fucking make some tacos. I did tell you that. I was like, I have enough money in my meager savings account where I can go live there for like two, three years and just be fucking chill. I went, I went, we spent two days there and ate anything we want and drank anything we want and spent $100 is awesome. It's insane. So if we were like, being on a budget, it would be nuts. Yeah. When I go on vacation, you're dropping hundreds of dollars in bar tabs. Every At every bar. At every bar. Yeah. It every was dope. Bar. It was the best. Brooks and I watched the Bears-Eagles game. Whoa. This is late news, but let's let's talk about it a little oh bit. because God. Shout out to Brad Whelan. Sorry. My brother's a huge Bears fan. Yeah, I have a lot of Eagles uh, buddies, and I've got a lot of Bears buddies, but I lived in Chicago for seven years, so and I had a buddy who played for the Bears. I am very... Uh, and as a kid, I watched a lot of Bears games. You're because the Lions to the Bears. Be yeah, Bears, Packers, uh, Vikings, Lions. Those are Midwest teams. Also, as a football fan, the Eagles are fucking boring. Yeah, they won last boring year. Boring quarterbacks. You, boring well, I like team. Foles. I like Foles. Man. I don't care about him. He's not fun. The Bears, to me, just have something special. They've got that gnarly defense. And But what I want to get to, I don't want to stir up the fucking pot about uh, NFL rivalries. I'm a, I'm a fantasy player. I'm a Lions fan. I can say whatever the fuck I want. What I want to get to, Brooks, is anytime you see a game, where which if you didn't watch or you're not an NFL fan, uh, the Bears have a chance to win the game with the last second field goal. The field goal, they turn on the field goal on the, the, the magnets, and it bounces twice off yeah. the side goal post okay. and off yeah, the you're crossbar. Cons- you're a sports conspiracy theorist. I like to. I, I I don't truly believe it, but I want it to be. You're true. making me laugh. I want to believe. You're it. making me laugh real hard. Last year during the Super Bowl, where you were like Robert Kraft is running around asking who who's he got to suck. Turn on the magnet. No, he's just running around being like, I'll suck you. Who I'll wants, suck you. Who do I got to suck? Who, wants to who get do sucked? I got to suck? I'll take out my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I got a big appetite. Yeah. Um, the best part of of seeing any any game like that is that the next day there will be videos of fans 
destroying their own property. Oh man, yeah, that video we watched where the dude takes a door out. Yeah, and and there's there's multiples. There's multiple videos. People destroying their televisions. Watching someone ruin the things that they worked hard for at their fucking job that they probably hate in order to destroy it because a team that doesn't necessarily love them back lost is wild. It's so funny to me. Like the funniest videos ever were last year during uh, people stand for the anthem when the Steelers stayed. They all stayed in the in the fucking in the locker room during uh-huh. the national anthem and then people were burning their Steelers gear. <laughs> you bought it. And it was, somebody was just like, "See this jacket is like a real fucking lame leather jacket that has each Super Bowl patch." <laughs> like the fucking lamest jacket that I've ever seen. That fucker probably didn't pay his child support and yeah. instead bought an $800 he's, jacket. He's got a he's got a he's a barrel fire and he goes, "This was $800." And he just throws it in the fire. <laughs> Why don't like, you just jump in with it, dipshit? Oh my god, I was dying laughing watching people burn their Steelers gear. This was a big thing in the Carl Welzine universe where Carl would destroy things in his house yeah, after yeah. the Lions lost. And I think eventually he just ran out of stuff to destroy. Oh, yeah. The Lions so, are PU. It's so funny. I, I, I can't think if I've ever destroyed something. Oh, one time I ripped my Rage Against the Machine poster off the wall. <laughs> Did Rage Against the Machine lose the concert? No, but... <laughs> was that when uh, Zach De La Rocha broke his ankle? No, Do no. Do you remember that, Brooks? He was jumping up and down. They were open, They were on a co-tour with Public Enemy. Jumps up and down. Lands on the monitor. Breaks his ankle. And then the fucking concert has to stop. And then Rage goes on hiatus for a short period of time. I was... It, was, it really broke my heart because I think I had tickets to the tour. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you where I, what did happen is... In Iowa City, it, not a lot of cool sorry, bands I came pause you. It was not. It was. I have to just correct myself for my own personal um, benefit. Uh, it was a Wu Tang okay. uh, co co concert, not Public Enemy. Well, in Iowa City, one time there wasn't. We didn't get too many cool bands. Kings of Leon came when I was a sophomore. That was dope. And then My Morning Jacket came when I was senior. One of my favorite bands of all time. And at that moment in time, probably my favorite band. In that moment, so excited. They're playing in Iowa City. We go to the show. Two songs in, Jim James trips on his cape and falls off the fucking stage and breaks his back. <laughs> they canceled that show and the rest of the tour. Videos of people falling off stages. Because he tripped on his cape. He was wearing <laughs> just, a cape. There's there's nothing better than seeing a speaker or a, uh, a lead singer of a band fall off the Jesus. stage. And it, and it always looks like it's 10 stories because oh, they just disappear. Yeah, and then They're he's, just gone. Yeah, and then he wrote all of... He, he talked about that. He's like, it was one of the worst nights of his life. Uh, and then he wrote all of the album Circusial on pain pills. And that's, that's like, that's why it's all wavy. That's why it's trips. all awesome. That's fucking uh, great. Yeah. And I've, I've run into him a couple of times and I told him that I was like, I was at that show in Iowa city. He was like, Oh cool. That's, that was bad. I was like, <laughs> cause we went to the hospital. We were all wasted. We went to the hospital. Like is Jim James here? We want to cheer him. Okay. Yeah. We want to cheer him up. Yeah. I bet he wanted to see you. Yeah. Hey man. <laughs> hey yeah. kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Give you the Mike Utley thumbs up. Exactly. Like that's totally fine. Yeah. Don't worry boys. I'm going to write a victory dance off of these pills. That is, I am going to uh, give a quick call to action um, every year, BuzzFeed makes a uh, po- uh, a podcast list, and it's usually uh, populated by a lot of podcasts that uh, are not super, super well-known. They're not super famous fucking podcasts. They, they look for this type of uh, material that you're listening to right now, and uh, you can put your two cents in by sending an email to scott.com. Brian at BuzzFeed.com. How do you, you spell, how do you spell Brian? B R. It is S C O T T. We got that. I, I didn't need Scott. B R Y A N at BuzzFeed.com. Subject: Power Moves with Mike Burns podcast. And then tell him why you think this is number one. Or tell him to get this thing canceled. That it should be pulled from iTunes. We're gonna get this pulled. Why do you want to get this? Do you? What are you gonna I'm do? Saying, don't tell people. You can give people the option. They don't. You know. You can, I don't want people to tell Scott from BuzzFeed. I'm, to, just, I'm just saying it's up to you, listeners. I don't think that's a good option, Brooks. I think you, you just want to present the one option. You can't tell anybody what to do. You got to right. give them the option. If you want to have this podcast included on BuzzFeed's podcast list, go ahead and send a email to scott.bryan at buzzfeed.com and if you want this to get pulled from iTunes for some fucking reason, you want the podcast that you enjoy and listen to email apple support 
Email applesupport at buzzfeed.brooks.com. And tell them that two proud boys are on here talking about crazy shit. God damn it. I don't know. <laughs> it just, I don't like the proud boys talk. I don't even like the word. Brooks, we're way too fucking white to say the word proud boys nah, at man. all. We you just got to back want, it up. You just got to back it up. We don't want people to picture proud boys while they're listening to us. <laughs> we're the two whitest fucks in the whole goddamn world, unfortunately. Yeah. No, it's all good. No, it's all. I mean. Burns, you can be proud about. No, sure. <laughs> I just, That's perfect execution, Brooks. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect execution. Let's get into some power news you can use. All right, I'm excited. First story, Kid Rock's butt sign. Hmm? This is a fun Kid Rock story, All Brooks. Right. I still haven't met him. One month. No, neither have I. I played him. I played him on TV. Someday we're going to meet Kid Rock, okay? We're going to make it happen. He'll be so whatever to us, it's going to crush our hearts. One month after Kid Rock was forced out as Grand Marshal of the Nashville Christmas Parade, the music star is the subject of more controversy in Metro City Hall. This time it's over a large sign planned for his recently opened lower Broadway bar, Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. That sounds awesome. I don't know if there's much else that I want to go to. Uh, should I get plane <laughs> is, tickets? Is there is there anything else made for me so much as That's, Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse? That's awesome. How much fun does that sound? That sounds like the best time I've ever had. Well, why the hubbub? The soaring 20-foot-tall neon sign... Oh, and it's, oh, that sign's going to be so cool. ...not yet installed will feature a giant guitar with some controversial attributes. The base of the instrument is intentionally shaped like a woman's buttocks. <laughs> God, I guess it's a guitar. Big ass. A, a big ass. It's a big ass. Why does it have to be a woman's butt? That's what I'm saying. Why isn't it just a butt on? It's a it gu- could be a hunk's butt. It's a butt guitar. It could be a hunk's butt. Our friend Jesse Pop, he's got a big butt, man. It's strong and muscular. Yeah, it's a big, it's a, it's a hunks, big, big have thick butts, butt. Babes have butts. Yep, dudes have butts and babes have butts, man. Hunks, Fucking hunks and babes. Twenty nineteen, man. I don't, I don't. The Metro Council late Thursday voted twenty-seven to three, with three council members abstaining, to approve the necessary aerial encroachment to allow for the construction and installation of the sign. So only only three people were abstained. like abstain. They abstain. They abstain. But its approval didn't sit well with several council members who called the sign tacky and bemoaned that Lower Broadway has steered further away from a place for music and family fun and closer to something that resembles Las Vegas or Branson, Missouri. Yeah, no, it sucks, man. I was there. I went there one time with uh, with my buddy Jared, who's in the Kings of Leon. Uh-huh. He's the bassist, coolest guy ever. Uh, and uh, I'm the coolest guy ever, Brooks. I forgot. And um, so we. He's like, let's go to a honky tonk. So we go to the worst one on Broadway down there. Yeah. And uh, there's a big line or whatever. And then somebody's like, you know, this is a small town. And they're one of the biggest rock bands in America. Yeah. And so somebody's like, oh, my God, you're there's the King's Leon. You don't have to wait in line. So we like roll in. And then they wanted to get like a photo of him. And he's like, no, I don't know, man. I don't think this is a great idea. Like, I don't need like, uh, like it, we were joking. That they were going to put it up on uh, this really lame bar, like a photo of him. It's like, you uh-huh. may call him the King's of Leon. We just call him friends. <laughs> like, he's like, my, my brothers are going to be so steamed. I'm hanging out in here. <laughs> Giving the band a fucking lame name. Uh, but yeah, Broadway, it, like or, that's what it's called, right? Yes, the, the Lower Broadway. Lower Broadway is so fucking lame. It's literally just like, it is. It's it's like Bourbon Street, only lamer in Vegas. Here's a quote lamer. from one of the council members. Uh, this one I feel crosses the line between good taste, family friendliness, and I think what we would like is Nashville to portray people who want to come visit us. She said. And uh, if we allow this, what's going to come next? I think we can all use our imaginations here. What? Like a, a tit sign? I don't know. Like, yeah. my, my point is, fucking get over yourself, Nashville. Get I mean, like, it, it's, it's it, it, everything turns into a mall. It get, think, popular areas of town turn into a mall, and then another area gets cool. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna maintain integrity. East Nashville's where it's always been. There's a Todd Snyder album, the East, East Nashville, Nashville Skyline. Skyline. Correct. It's the fucking best Todd Snyder album. And it's all about hanging out in East Nashville, which is what I do when I go there. It's fucking rad over there. You stay away from Broadway. Uh, it's a unless you want to go have fun and do tacky shit like eat at Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk rock and roll steakhouse. And I would argue that when a place becomes more mainstream 
and has places that are chain restaurants or steakhouses like Mr. Kid Rock wants to put in, there's probably less crime. There's probably um, less debaucherous behavior going on because yeah. in the cool places, that's where real rock and rollers and country singers, etc., go to down their pills, yeah. punch people in the face, mm-hmm. do blow, because that's the cool area of yeah. town. No, You know what? I kind of want to go do pills and blow at Kid Rock's place, though. Who doesn't? <laughs> I, if I, I'm going to do it, I want to do it there. Yeah. <laughs> and then stay that's like our, in the safe area where yeah, we just, could uh, we could do uh, copious amounts of hard drugs and then die in the Kid Rock bathroom. Oh man, dying in like a Chili's bathroom would be so dope. Um, <laughs> It'd be so dope. You'd be like, dude, you know how Brooks went out? He fucking was raging at a Chili's so hard he died in the bathroom. Uh, Kid Rock is out of his mind. By you know, the way, you know who did one of the fu- but, but we also still love. He's out of his mind, one hundred percent. You know who did a really funny thing? Uh, our good friend Brendan Walsh had his like. 35th birthday or whatever at the Gelson's, which is a, uh, at the Gelson's wine bar, which is a, uh, fancy, um, grocery store. Yes. So he had this his is birth- the nicest grocery store in our area. He had a, his birthday party at a grocery store wine bar and everyone got wasted. It's great. It's so funny. It's great. It's so funny. You know, I, me and you both love local places and I talk about the roost a lot. Real true, true blue fucking dive bar love, that's, love that's untouched and perfect, Big and it'll be that roost. way forever. But we also love chain restaurants. Yeah, they did something right. There's so they made another one. Fun, there's something fun about being inappro- inappropriately drunk and keeping to yourself, not destroying anything, but just having a good time mm-hmm. in a family-friendly establishment with a lot of neon lights and televisions. Oh, you know what I had? To, you know what I was doing last night that I asked you to turn the TV down for? A voiceover audition to be the new voice of Buffalo Wild Wings. That's exciting. I hope you didn't sign a, uh, a non-disclosure, Brooks. You're going to lose that gig before no, you even got it. I don't think uh, I don't think Buffalo Wild Wings is keeping shit under wraps with their uh, what commercial might be released for the March Madness campaign. I can't think of anything more exciting than you being the voice of, of B-dubs, B-dubs. Yeah, exactly. It says, follow the, one of the things is follow the tribe down to B-dubs. And our good friend uh, Mike Bridenstine, formerly co-host of, uh, of mm-hmm. uh, Gentleman Scum, bags he had a B- buffalo wild wings commercial really yeah that I didn't was know on. that it was on for years i didn't know that i think he might have just zoned it out because every time it would come on and we'd be at a bar like little joy or holloway and uh we were watching a game and be and uh mike bridenstine would come on the tv like brido and he'd be uh, sitting right next to him and, you know then over and over you point out to the bartender yeah, that's him which in hollywood um Every, or Los Angeles oh, in general, we see 20 of our I, friends no, on every commercial No, break. it was so frustrating, man. So when I blew my tire, I was, I was just like, I was just bitching because I was surrounded by uh, three billboards where there was like fucking nine people I know well were just looking at me from their billboards. It was goddamn Chris DiStefano, uh, Roy Wood Jr., Ron Funches. Pete Holmes, Matt Engelbretts, and Jake Wiseman. They all. For, so, if you're a comedy fan, you might not know any of those. But guys. I'm saying, so they got all their stand up specials. Pete Holmes has crashing billboard, and then Matt and Jake has corporate. And I'm just looking at all these fucking billboards while I just blew my tire trying <laughs> to get a sandwich. And I'm like, what the fuck? Can't I don't need nothing. I don't need this right now. I just now. wanted a sandwich. And I don't mean any ill will towards them. I'm just like, I don't need this now. You got to stare at me while I'm changing my, with your big billboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was really funny. Let's move on. Man nicknamed Doodoo Butt arrested in road rage shooting. <laughs> well, this is great. <laughs> uh, I was laughing so hard reading this earlier. This is in Baltimore. Police say. Oh, this seems like it's in. Police say Anthony Ward, aka Doodoo Butt, Whoa. was involved in a road rage style shooting in October 2018. On October 30th, and this is a new story. I didn't go dig into the fucking archives. That's just is coming out now. On October 30th, officers were called to the 3600 block of Old Frederick Road for a reported shooting. They were found there. They found a 20 year old man with multiple gunshot wounds to his body. Preliminary investigations, and I'm reading all this to make a point. Preliminary investigations reveal the shooting stemmed from an accident in the 400 block of Yale Avenue where a man riding a dirt bike hit a 20-year-old's car, causing damage. Detectives discovered Doodoo Butt was the main suspect in this case (laughs) and was arrested in Spring Grove, Pennsylvania on December 26, 2018. Doodoo Butt is currently in Pennsylvania and awaiting extradition to Baltimore City. So 
I, this is from this is from a, a, a notable source. I forget it may have been CBS, Fox, or you know what what have you. Why is he doo doo butt? They what? don't say. <laughs> but they keep referring to him as doo-doo butt over and over again in the article. <laughs> okay. And someone knew it was just for giggles. Doo-doo butt. But dude, look, do they spell it out. Do dash do butt. <laughs> doo-doo butt is currently in Pennsylvania. Jesus. So apparently they've done enough research to find out that this guy is primarily just referred to as doo-doo butt. Yeah, everyone's like, if you were like Nathan, they'd be like, who? You're like, doo-doo butt. I know doo-doo butt. Say his, say his real name, doo-doo butt. Let's Nathan. shift Let's shift over to some power foods. Ooh, power foods. Brooks, you found out something wild this week. What? That an 18-inch pizza is oh, more yeah. pizza than two 12-inch pizzas? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was on Twitter. Uh, and it's just, I never thought about it. So an 18-inch pizza... you. You th- here's what you think. Should we get one extra large or two larges? You're always going two larges. I'm not good with math. But you do pi r squared, right? Mm-hmm. So pi r squared. So for a 12-inch pizza, so that's pi time. Um, God damn, I'm pulling up my calculator. So I'm just going to get the area. The area is pi r squared. So We should so we start go. a cool math podcast, Brooks. I used to have it. It was called <laughs> Probably Science. Uh, so we're, I'm using my phone right now. Pi times so r was radius so six <laughs> squared uh okay wow never mind that, that's you're never gonna figure this out i know how to figure it out <laughs> no one cares the point is is that when you get an 18 inch pizza just get the big extra large pizza it's more exciting you can't get as much you, you you can just tell them to split the toppings you're getting more volume of pizza than two 12 inch pizzas yeah i mean that's fascinating because I would rather have a big pizza. Okay, so it's 113 square inches uh-huh. for for a 12-inch, oh, right? That's neat, Brooks. Okay, so then let's do uh, an 18-inch pizza. So that's 9 squared times pi. Uh, and that Brooks is nigh the pizza 254. Guy. How is this? Oh, <laughs> So wait, so you got to times the other one by two because you have two of them. So it was... I was going to write to... Uh, to the guy at the BuzzFeed about how good this show was, but then Brooks did math for 20 minutes. <laughs> On my phone. If I had my TI-89 Dear here. Scott.Brian at BuzzFeed.com. My- Power Moves with Mike Burns has just turned into a math podcast where Brooks tries to figure out how much pizza you can get. <laughs> no, I just want, I'd like, I wanted to give it a specific exact amount. I so appreciate that you can it. See. I wouldn't even I, try if I had my TI, If I had my TI-89, it would have been done within seconds, but I was using my phone, which I, I don't know if you've ever had to use uh, the squaring function or uh, pi I had on a your TI iPhone. All I knew how to do was paw at it like a fucking wild animal trying to turn on a fucking Game Boy. <laughs> oh my god! I know. I knew how to use my fucking TI eighty nine so well. I programmed in. I could program in notes and then use a search function to cheat and cheat on tests. I, I've heard of that, and yeah. that is that is fantastic. That's how you get that engineering degree. Women, women deny woman denied Outback Steakhouse attacks oh. parents threatens <laughs> to kill them. Oh my God! This has everything I could want. It, it got better and better and better. Woman denied Outback Steakhouse. Funny, uh, attacks parents. Holy shit! Threatens to kill them. It's just like that's beautiful. Some might some might say sad, but you know what? We're trying to look on the bright side. No, here. this woman is. It's in power. How depressing can it be? This woman's fantastic. According to reports, the 28-year-old Palm Beach resident asked her parents to take her to dinner at the popular restaurant chain on Wednesday. When they refused, Seltzer flew into a rage and flipped over the glass dining room table before punching her mother with closed fists on the chest and arms, CBS 12 reported. Hey, why don't you, how how big's your daughter that you're letting her do this? Seltzer's father intervened. I guess she's pretty big if she wants to go to Outback and is is freaks out when she can't. Seltzer's father intervened and sustained scratches to his face and upper body. Oh, my God. She put a a hurt on both. Yeah, no shit. Seltzer then allegedly picked up a foot-long decorative knife and began to chase her father around the house, threatening, I'm going to kill you. Oh, my God. Her father was eventually able to wrestle the knife away without sustaining further injury. And this is always my favorite, how they end these stories. 
It is unknown at this time if Seltzer was under the influence of drugs or alcohol during the incident. Wow, yeah, it sounds crazy. <laughs> what, what, I, she I, just I, raging in her room and then like came out to be like, let's go to Outback. I picture this decorative knife being like from the knife show. Like a the katana? Sh- no, yeah, like a katana or like some weird like big dagger, like some Rambo dagger. Oh, you know, you know what we got to put on the podcast, on, on your Instagram is the Sarah Palin knife that we have. Oh, you got, you picked that up in uh, Alaska. So here's, here's a power. How many did you buy? We have Brooks bought a huge amount of these Sarah Palin decorative not pocket yes. knives. Okay, and I will give all the credit to Nick Rutherford because we roll in. We went up to Alaska because I was sad, and uh, which I wrote a short film about. You could check it out. It's called The Attempt. Um, uh, but so we roll up to Alaska because I was depressed about a breakup, and uh, we're in this fucking gift shop. There's there's all these goddamn Sarah Palin knives and Rutherford goes like, "Hey, how much Hey, how much are these uh, Sarah Palin knives?" They go $5. So we bought like 20 of them. You know, cuz it's funny. It's 100 bucks or whatever. Uh and uh 20 times 5, no. Yeah, that's $100. And um then I just used them as uh gifts for people for a while because how funny it is to get a sarah palin knife and then you can use it it's a gift that keeps on giving. yeah and uh but i only have one left the best part is it's distorted it looks so bad yeah they didn't appropriately they like put her image on this Anyone handle who, of this knife and it's all stretched and weird so she looks like a ghost yeah, people people who make sarah palin knives aren't usually a uh, computer proficient no it and was, that may be a stereotype but i'm just gonna guess they're so funny either way check out the instagram moving on Man sues Burger King, claiming it backed out of giving him free food for life after he was locked in the bathroom. This is from ABC <laughs> News in Oregon. This is in this Oregon. This is so good. This is they, fantastic. They backed out of free food for life because he got locked in the bathroom. He, they backed out. Yes. They were supposed to give it to him. You're going to hear all about it right now. Curtis Broomer says he was cheated out of free Burger King meals for life, and he's not happy about it. So unhappy, in fact. That the 50-year-old filed a lawsuit this week asking for $9,026.16, the exact money he and his lawyer say it will cost him for a Whopper meal a week for the rest of his life. How much? $9,026.16. Okay. The fast food connoisseur's plight began at the Burger King location in Wood Village, Oregon on December 15th, 2018 when he came in for a meal. All went well until he stopped in the bathroom before leaving the restaurant and found that he could not get the door open to exit the restroom. That's scary. After repeatedly pulling hard on the door handle without success, Mr. Brune took out his phone and called the Burger King number listed on his receipt, like the customer service number. Um, Burger King employees (laughs) repeatedly tried pushing on the bathroom door, but they were unable to open it. It only went downhill there from Bro- for Broomer. An employee said a f- slid a fr- fly swatter under the door to help him jimmy the lock open, but it only resulted in Broomer cutting his hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> Despite eventually cutting his hand, attempting to use the fly swatter on the lock, the bathroom door would not open. What? Mr. Bruner could hear Burger King employees and customers laughing while he remained <laughs> locked inside the bathroom. <laughs> For well over an hour before a locksmith could finally come and break him out. Oh, my gosh. According to Broomer, it was after he was broken free that Burger King employees offered him a lifetime supply of Burger King meals at no cost. He returned to the restaurant and the employees did indeed honor the commitment for a while. And he has receipts um, from December 16th and 18th in which the cost was covered. He has two examples of where they paid for it. But now... Broomer says the fast food giant has reneged on the handshake agreement and he's asking for just over $9,000 in retribution. Yeah. Then I'm going to tell you why. Um, so it's the principle. The jury is going to enjoy it. The lawyer tells every, says everyone there's a lot of funny elements to the case, but there's nothing funny about being locked in a dank bathroom <laughs> for an hour. The total is very deliberate, according to the lawsuit, which states a Burger King Whopper meal goes for $7.89. And assuming Broomer lives to 72 years old, 22 more years, the exact cost would be $9,026.16. We, this is what his lawyer says. We determined his life would last 72 years, which is about five years less than the average (laughs) 
based on his frequent consumption of cheeseburgers. Oh the lawyer is straight up saying... He's going to die early. This guy's going to die early, so you only got to pay him for 22 years. He's not going to make it to 84. 72 is a stretch, I but mean, we're just going to... To be safe, it's going to be $9,026.16. We gotta, you got to put like an alert on this story so that we can have some resolution because I feel like it's totally fair... I don't think that that's a lot of money for a Burger King to fucking just be like, just go away. Man, being cutting your hand open and being stuck in a shitty Burger King bathroom I with mean, Humpty Hump for fucking an hour. It's, it's really funny. Ugh. And I think like Burger King easily cut a check for $9,000. Oh, yeah. Make that, get, that could go away real just quick. Just so simple. Yeah. It's nothing. All right. So I want, I want to follow up with that. Let's put a, let's put a mental note on that story. And as, if we miss I it, want to know if he gets it. Yeah. If we miss it, daddies, uh, please let us yeah, know. Yeah. Please, daddies. Let us know. Let's get into some P mail. Oh, yeah, P mail. This is called Don't Ask Out the Bartender, Brooks. Oh, yep. What up, daddies? This is my embarrassing power move story from a few years ago. I used to live in West Hollywood and frequented this amazing pizza joint bar where I quickly became a regular. I was often hooked up with free booze, and there was this bartender that I had a huge crush on. I looked this up. I'm trying to figure out what place it is. I can only guess it was. There's a place called Doe. Where is this at? Lansing? West Hollywood. Oh, West Hollywood. West Hollywood. There's a place called Doe, and there's also. Um, I don't know West Hollywood. Uh, Stella Barra. Stella Barra. Oh, I had to look it up. I had okay. to look up. I don't know all the. I just know I love Stella Barra, but that's not necessarily West Hollywood. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's move on. We would shoot the shit for hours, and she would always ask me if I wanted a shot so she could take one. I was living the fucking dream, you guys. I mean, and that's how it works. Like, you become a regular, like, bartenders, they get to take a shot if you take a shot for some reason. Yeah, just don't be a creep. One day after my evening plans fell through, this guy's not a creep. This is No, I know. This This sounds rational. One day after my evening plans fell through, I decided to go there by myself. It's a typical night there. We're taking shots. I'm drinking an IPA. Conversation is just flowing. I got a good buzz going, and I suddenly think to myself, you know what? I should ask her out. Now I'm nervous, so I drink more. Then I get the brilliant idea that I would do it as I paid the bill in case it got weird and I needed a quick escape. Mm-hmm. All right, fair. Boy, oh boy, did it get weird, you guys. I can see this whole train wreck happen in slow motion. It's just as painful now as it was then. As she's giving me my check, I drunkenly muster out, you know, maybe we should, uh, you know, get a coffee or something sometime. <laughs> like, genius move, dipshit. Do people even still get coffee? What fucking year is it? I suppose they do. To which she replies, oh, I actually have a girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, fuck. The fuck? I didn't see that coming. Here's where it gets worse. So I start freaking out and mumble something like, oh, yeah, no, it's cool for sure, dude. (laughs) While I'm trying to sign the check and also thinking, oh, my God, you idiot. Um, Get the fuck out of here. He goes to sign the check. It's she's only charging him 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you got if you're a regular and you're tipping heavy, Mm -hmm. you get those uh, exorbitant discounts exorbitant you, and you make it up for him with an exorbitant tip well he's hammered and he's nervous he accident he just puts like a dollar down on a ten dollar oh, really? tip Tips and he's trashed uh, so now he can't go back there anymore no he eventually ends up going back and part of the whole reason is that uh is and he says the lesson don't ask out your bartenders you guys cheers and stay hydrated austin k uh, this I'll, is what I wanted to bring up. Well, uh, also, can I can I do a little? In, in, I'll say, ask out the bartender because the my friend I went to Tijuana with was just a bartender at a bar I hang out at a lot, and I asked her out. Right, and uh, I was all nervous because I was like, now I don't get to go back there. Now we've been hanging out, going on fun trips to Tijuana. You almost blew up one of our spots by doing that, and it worked out. Yeah, I was like, you, you were, were like, brave. we can't go back there. But I then will it, be brave, smashing but pumpkins. It, but then it worked out. Yeah, so I would say, I would say, go for it, ask out the bartender, but don't be just. I did it on the way out too. I was like, hey, we should get a drink sometime. It's a risk reward situation. If it's a place you really like, and it doesn't go well, and it's all, and it comes off as insulting, and mm-hmm. you're not respectful about it, you can't go back there anymore because that's yeah. her fucking. No, you can't. You look like a creep. But what I uh, what I want to bring up about tips. Either at way, bars, I'm saying my, my mine was the opposite of this story. You were was, confident, and yes, you were yeah. the flip side of that coin. Yeah. What I wanted to bring up is that a lot of bartenders. And it's not all, but a lot of them. If you go there, uh, go to that establishment a lot, they'll give you a deep discount. But that doesn't mean that you tip on what the amount is no, that you, they you, put you on your check. You tip on how much you got. And if it's enough of a discount, where it's like, let's say you have a $60 tab 
and they only charge you 10 bucks, mm-hmm. you better put a goddamn $20 bill down or you better fucking tip 20 bucks. At least 10. Yeah. At least 10. Or at least match the, the number. You know, I have enough- if, you're, if you don't have a fuckload of money, that's fine. But if you don't have a fuckload of money, you shouldn't have ran up a $60 tab in the first place. Yeah. My friend who... It, and uh, it'll pay back dividends. I have had bars you know, in Chicago, New York, and I have a lot of friends who work in the industry. And it's this wink fucking handshake. Yeah, it's like, deal. hey, this one's free, but I'm going to tip you full price. Right. And I don't necessarily always look at it as cheating the bar i think that it makes you a uh an, an established but i think it makes you an established regular and you bring in more friends because of that if you're hooked up your friends might not get the same deal but they're going to come meet you and hang out and that bar is going to make a lot more money because of it either way yeah just tip accordingly don't don't be an asshole yep just always tip like minimum spend 20 percent. spend money to make money minimum if you get a big discount tip heavy go back that deal's still gonna be there unless they get in trouble just minimum 20 percent. always this is from daddy scott on a random thursday i had the squirts real bad <laughs> we always have to have a poop story brooks nice job scott. i like poop daddy scott <laughs> that's the quote that's uh yeah. burn mike burns i like poop yep on a random Thursday, I had the squirts real bad, and I couldn't make the 15-minute drive home, so I had to stop at a gas station. Oh, no. I, this is like the 15th version of this story. I know, but everyone's got one, and I, I know, think they all great. deserve their voice. A hundred percent. I barely made it before exploding with nasty diarrhea. Oof. This continued for the rest of the day, even as I set off with my wife on a six-hour drive for a weekend out of town. There were multiple stops, but I never shit my pants. Wow. Something I should bring up, Brooks, was you bought a 20-inch pizza on Sunday. Sunday. And I had some potty problems and I just couldn't eat the pizza because I got the I got the tank empty and I ate a whole sleeve of townhouse crackers to like settle my tummy. And, Is that what, did you never have one of slice of that pizza? I couldn't have it because I can't have greasy pepperoni pizza. I brought it home for everybody. Was, I wanted it so bad. I couldn't I, yeah, have it. I felt like a, I felt like a good roommate. I brought home pizza for everyone here. Uh, I did not drink. I've, I've done two sober Sundays in a row, Brooks. I just, I, 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 don't my even, I wasn't drinking. I just went, I would just wanted pizza. Yeah. Oh, here's why I wanted pizza because I, I got my health kick back on starting on Monday. Cause we li- we behaved like trash all through the new years in mm-hmm. like in fucking Los Angeles. Shit doesn't start back up till the Monday after new Year's. So That's we right, had the baby. longest fucking break. It's too much. So Sunday is when I was like, I'm going to eat pizza. I'm going to drink beer. And then Monday I'm going to start fucking working out again. And I have, and I feel fucking great. Yep. And I didn't get to have any of those benefits. Nope. The next morning I woke up and completely forgot about this diarrhea day. My wife was out getting coffee and I was in the hotel room heading in to take a shower as i was in the shower starting to t- starting a nice day of march madness Ooh, man i can't wait for march madness i, I mean hopefully you're listening to my voice uh, narrate a buffalo wild wings commercial i go to let out a little fart again completely forgetting about the stomach issues from the day before i let the fart and immediately know something was amiss mm. even saying oh no out loud <laughs> to myself I realize that my ass is full of shit and, and I start to try and figure out exactly what to do about it. I'm in the shower completely wet and I feel like there may be poo in my crack that is too chunky to go through the small <laughs> holes of the drain. <laughs> As I'm thinking, I turn around to look and that's when I see the wall of the shower that I had my back to. It was covered in poo splatter. It's called a paint job. Yeah. At this point, I'm completely amazed at what had happened and I wish I'd never had farted. I decided that my only choice is to hope the poo isn't chunko enough to get caught in the drain and let the water rinse my ass off. I watch as all the poo goes down the drain. Then I have to cut my hands to get water in them and try to splash it all over the wall to get the poo off. And this is at a fucking like Airbnb. Where's he staying? It's like a hotel. Oh my God. Once I'm done with that, I have to direct the water to the floor of the shower to get into the flow that's going to the drain. Finally, to make sure everything is clean on myself and on the wall, I get some toilet paper, as unpleasant as it is to wipe a wet ass with toilet paper. Oh, that's the worst. Uh. It just disintegrates. (laughs) (laughs) It turns into like little rolled up. uh, Uh. And they're all yellow. It had to be done. I couldn't use a white hotel towel and get shit on that. I'm not an animal. <laughs> oh, I did shit. Remember when I shit yes, on a hotel yes, towel? Yes, yes. Yeah. We all remember. Yeah, that was anyway, bad. I got everything cleaned up and held my farts in the rest of the weekend with my wife, none the wiser. The end. Thanks, and keep kicking ass, guys. Scott. 
Daddy. Thank you, Scott. Daddy, that th- great visuals on that story, Daddy. Yeah, that is nasty and disgusting. Yeah. Perfecto. Wait, was Mean Gene alive when you were? Oh, we already did that last okay, okay. episode. Like... We already said our salutations and goodbyes to Mean Gene Okerlund as well as uh, as Bob Einstein, who passed away. Oh, sadly. yeah, Super Dave. Let's get into some power grooves. Oh, power grooves. I'll go first while you try and figure out what yeah. music you listen to, Brooke. I've been gone. <laughs> My song this week um, is Flinttown. By the Dayton family, it's off of their 1994 album, What's On My Mind. They give a shout out to Saginaw, Michigan in it. It is one of my, I'm going to put, I'm going to say top, top three, easy top five hip hop songs of all time. Um, Here's what gets my goat. I mean, you're going to want to check it out. It is a banging ass fucking old school hip hop song and it is underrated. And if you haven't heard it, you're in for a treat. My problem is that their original this is off their their actual like semi major label release okay they get some popularity but before that they had an ep that came out that had like five songs called dope date nav and they only made 500 copies of it we had a copy collectively with a group of my friends that we all shared and, and but uh, crazy cooter the actual crazy cooter had purchased it and it was truly his at some point it got given back to crazy cooter and I'm sure it's fucking gone. I'm sure the case is destroyed. I'm sure the the liner jacket's destroyed. I looked up today because I'm trying to find one. Um, I, I, I found out that only 500 of those got made. 500, which makes it really, really difficult for me to, to get a copy of it at this point. And I have some really rare shit, but it's a gaping hole in my hip-hop cassette collection. So if you have a copy of Dope Date Nav, the 1994 EP from uh, the Dayton family. You probably live in Michigan. You might have it in a shoebox. One of your buddies might have one. Let me know. I want it. Let's cut a deal. Let's cut a deal. There could be monetary compensation, merch, uh, a trade, what have you. I want it. I, 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 will, I will get down on my knees and beg for you. So copy of EP. Uh, the EP Dope Date Nav by the Dayton family. I need a copy. Uh, please, please, please. All right. Well, b- done begging over there. Yep. Uh, well, first of all, I would just have to say a power move and a power groove was me pulling up to the U.S. Customs border and uh, the the federal agent having to be like, turn that down because I was listening to System of a Down so loud. <laughs> We're just blasting toxicity. And we come up and he's like, what? No, turn it down. This made me laugh so hard. If there's anyone's car that you're going to search search, for drugs, it's the guy coming from Tijuana listening to System System of of a Down's toxicity. So loud. It was so fun. I forgot how much System of a Down rules, but that's not who I'm going to pick. I'm going to go Beat the Devil's Tattoo by Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Uh, I just was listening to it all night last night. It's just like a real haunting song. They're like, um, for some reason, I always thought Black Rebel Motorcycle Club was like, I got it confused with that, um, with uh, the uh, Zach Wild band. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a bunch of that. I, I like that. Right, but I don't, but I mean, I like it, but I don't listen to it. It's like when it's on, I'm like, cool. But Black Rebel Motorcycle Club is like an offshoot of... Uh, of the Brian Jonestown massacre and it's just Correct. all haunting and dope and like they're great just moves forward cool and I was listening to it all day yesterday yeah, it's a great it's a great song to run to I don't I don't know if it's running music you that's, run to some weird I shit. run to like sad haunting music yeah I run to to banging happy stuff no I, I run to, I, yeah I need, like, I need to I need to I need to have um I need to pump up my endorphins in my brain that are being created with the exercise and then stack on top of it because I have 10 years more of depression uh, than you do Brooks. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, well, yesterday I was running. I, yesterday I ran my fastest three miles in two years, which I'm proud of. Uh, 22. That's great. 22. 10. But uh, I'm, next week I'm going to release the, the power moves workout and I'm going to start it. And if anyone wants to join in, they can do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get back to like two years ago. I was running sub 21 minute, like s- below seven minute miles, which isn't that fast, but I'm 32 and don't eat right. So it's not terrible. Uh, I'm just trying to get back there. Brooks, you know what we didn't do? We didn't chuck, check in with Big Toilet. We'll fucking, let's do it. All right, before we take off, let, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's peep what Big Toilet is up to. Man, Big Toilet, perping his way home. Got the toots. Toots be stinking bad. 
new truck got cloth instead of leather. Oh, not good. That shit's gonna linger. Yeah, you know what? That's my favorite thing Big Toilet has ever, has ever. It, it wasn't. It wasn't vulgar. It was no. just about how he's stinking up his own car. I mean, he is drinking and driving. He did get. Well, he's only he's driving on a country road in the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah, that's fine. He's having one drink. I, I don't. Mean, it's fine. I had I had no drinks and blew up my tire twenty five like <laughs> fucking hour and a half ago. So what do I know? You got a new truck though. Congrats, Big Toilet. Congratulations. I, I, I told him to send me some pics. I want to see a. a, a I'm it, guessing it's a Sierra or a Silverado. And I appreciate the lack of you trying to uh, the lack of your uh, physical assaults that you said you were going to do to me. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's at no point did he attack truck. He's he did not attack me. Uh, and I appreciate that. There were no threats. So yep. thank you. You piece of shit. If you want to check out um, more power moves, I made a pe- playlist. Uh, you can go on to uh, Spotify power moves, grooves dash burns. If Brooks wants to make one, that's fine. Wait, is this all of our power moves? No, no. I own? just, I made one big you're, fat. You're thing. curating your own. Yeah. No, it's just like, it's like 300 songs. It's just like, I can't keep up trying to, yeah, trying to, I, I don't have time. I'm busy. I'm busy. Mm, I live with Brooks. You. Don't negate my nice thing that <laughs> I right. made for people all for right, fuck's right. sake. I'm just saying, I think a power, a power. Someone like, already makes those. There's like two. A List, playlist of our power yes, tunes. Yes, listeners. There's listeners have made two of those. Things. Oh well, send tweet it at me. I want to listen. Yeah, to it. someone's doing the legwork for me. I, I mean, half of them are trash, and right. then half of them are perfect. That's true. But I wanted just to have. I'm joking. I'm uh, saying mine are perfect. I want to just give. Well, I mean, that's questionable. That's <laughs> like you. You put a lot of flavor of the week on yours. Is the problem? Yeah, mine are just like what I'm listening to at that moment. I made a playlist of things that I listen to on a regular basis as a a big bulk. Uh, chunk yeah also if you want to stop by the patreon.com slash power moves with mike burns uh there'll be a new uh chapter of carl Wellzine's power moves audio book up this week where you have three up now there'll be four and uh what we're gonna start doing this week is after this episode we're gonna keep rolling for a little bit we're going to bitch and complain about what we like didn't like about the episode and you're gonna get it after the episode those are gonna start going up Every week, they could be 15 minutes, 10 minutes, but you're going to get our real honest opinion because we do treat this like it is an actual radio show and we don't let everything fly because we just cert- we don't have time. I like to keep it to an hour. Yeah. I don't want to waste your time. You don't you waste al- anybody's time. You can also always check out powermoveswithmikeburns.com for sweet, sweet merch. You can check out Power Moves Podcast Insta. And that's about it, Brooks. Anything you want to plug? No, I, I'm, I'm in town for the next few, uh, for the next... Till uh, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina at the end of February. And that's it. Sweet. Yep. All right. Let's hang out for a bit. Uh, on the Patreon? No. We're going to hang out after I, st- I say the end of the show, Brooks. We'll just keep it rolling. Okay. I'm con- I was on my phone when you were talking. It's a great way to do it. <laughs> Glad to have you back, Brooks. Yeah. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Some American dudes out making power moves.